Rima Karama here with a quick infomercial and I have a question for you. Are you tired of social media outlets that block real content? I mean, are you tired of your favorite internet truth teller getting blocked or put in fed book jail? Tired of making a comment and the algorithm quickly deems your comment to be offensive and takes it down? I mean, are you tired of making a post and a fact check pops up, making it look like your info isn't accurate, and then it turns out that the fact check is actually the lie? Are you tired of seeing white people get by with racist commentary or post and they never get blocked, but unapologetically black truth tellers are always having their videos taken down? Tired of having to wait a month or seven days or 14 days for your favorite social media truth teller to get their page back up because white-owned social media outlet owners take their content down whenever they feel like it? Tired of black people getting on white-owned social media outlets and finding out that the outlet is making billions of dollars, but you don't get one red cent of that money? Well, if you're really tired, then you should do as I did and make the switch. Yeah. Come on over to otwtube.com where your content and comments are actually accepted. Also, get the Eurema Karam app where you can stay up to date on real truth that lamestream media intentionally hides from you. Come on over to sites that accept you being unapologetically black. I mean, come on over to sites that love you being free to express yourself. This is why I took my aboriginal indigenous melanated ass on over to OTWTube, because I recognize the importance of freedom of speech. I recognize that I would be doing my ancestors a tremendous disservice if I stayed a slave on social media outlets that want to dictate what I say and when I can actually say it. If you're tired like I am, then make the switch now to OTWTube.com and get the Yurima Karama app. Tap into the truth, because that's what you deserve. I am Yurima Karama, and I approve this message. So as the IG family gets on, let's just let's just clarify. Uh, I am a hip hop. I'm a hip hop connoisseur. This is not up for debate either, family. I'm just letting you know that right now. This is not up for debate. So if you don't have any of my CDs, you should probably go get my latest one up from the trenches out of the tombs. But this is not up for debate. Lauren Hill with the Fugees killed every verse that she ever did. None of the dudes on there could get in her fucking business, period. And she's in my top, she's in my top five. She's in my top five. Like every Fuji song that I knew she was, I, like you literally waited for Lauren's verse because you knew she was going to kill that. She was going to murder that shit. So that's not up for debate either. I'm not, it, it, it's just not. It's, I, you know, I mean, I'm sure there's some hip hop heads, some hip hop connoisseurs, but there's not too many women out here who's getting in Lauren's business uh, and uh, on, on the rap side. So even though I do like, even though I did like, and uh, they came out with the one joint, you can't play with my yo-yo. I did like yo-yo. Um, I liked yo-yo cause, cause she was just beautiful. I, that's why I like yo-yo. I mean, um, Lady of Rage, uh, when she was in her prime, Lady of Rage, she was, she was doing it. Uh, boss, she was, she was nice. Um, they, they had some, they, there, there's some nice, uh, uh, raw digger. She was, she was nice. But in any case, any Lauren 
Hill song with the Fuji, she murdered it. So with that said, if this is your first time rocking with me, please go to the webpage, www.yuremakarama.com. Go there so that you can download my app. Also connect with our Unity Walk organization, The Unity Walk, at www.theunitywalk.com. We have our National Unity Walk event. That's July 22nd through the 25th. And I would hope <clears throat> that the family can come out. If you would like to come out for that event, there is a, a link on the webpage, www.theunitywalk.com, where you can go get hotel discounted rate if you are traveling in from out of state for that event. Uh, also, um, we do have a get together June 5th, and that's going to be at uh, uh, Great, what is it, D? Great Lakes Park or something in Virginia? Uh, Great Falls, Great Falls Park, Virginia. Great Falls Park, Virginia. And, um, the um right now the best female m i don't i don't right now the best female m uh Lil rock i don't i don't know what you're if you're asking me or if that's the name of a female mc i don't know just give me the details um sovereign creed peace to the god peace to you family uh sovereign creed if you haven't connected with sovereign creed you need to uh, i actually wore his hoodie uh the hoodie that they that their organization makes that they're company makes. Uh, I wore that yesterday uh, and I will be wearing it many more times. Um, <clears throat> so we'll be meeting at uh, Great Falls Park, Virginia, June 5th. That Saturday for the people that have reached out. Uh, thank you for reaching out that want to attend that event. We look forward to um, attending uh, Sirac, a female MC. I'm going to have to I'll I, I have to check. I have to I'll be the judge of that. I'll check out Sirac and see how how Sirac is is and see if she's got the skills that the God deems deems to be sufficient in this rap game, because I'm going to tell you the rap the rap right now. This shit is trash. This shit is ass. And there's some people. Yes. Hey, Sarah is, is a beast, man. She is a beast and she's got a lot of music. Really? She's not Lauren, though. But she's not Lauren, bro. She's not Lauren, but she's a beast? Okay. I'm, I'm going to check her out. definitely a beast, bro. I'm going to check her out. I'm always, I'm always, I'm always hyped about uh, uh, checking out new artists. So I'm going to, I'm definitely going to check her out. Sarah. I, I like the name. I'm just. Shouldn't be named after a alcoholic beverage, but uh, you know. Nah, 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 nah. It's comedic. It's Sa Sa Rock. Oh, Sa Rock. S A. Yeah, Sa Rock. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you'll see. You'll see, brother. Once it's S A dash R O C. Once you look her up, yeah. the visuals, you'll know all gay what she's about. Okay, awesome, awesome. That's love. In this day and time, if somebody's putting it down like that, we got to give them that love. So I appreciate that. But. Again, <clears throat> anybody who wants to debate that issue, every every verse that Lauren Hill did with the Fuji, she murdered that shit. And and what was what was what was really messed up? Like that verse I just played with uh, the the score, and that was a class that was a classic CD for the for the young people who don't know. Like that shit was classic, but. That just shows the level of insecurity and how men treat women in the rap game because everybody knows the best goes last. Lauren should have been the last one on that verse. The dude coming behind her, it just, he just, he, they, 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 the way they did that shit, like it went from being a, a very great uh, song to it could have been a pr 
perfect, a perfectly great song had they just switched that and put Lauren last because she murdered the boy. Nobody should have come after her. No, that's just how this rap shit works. Like, uh, if you look at if you look at most verses that that. And he might not have been the best lyricist, but his energy, the way he killed verses. If you look, most verses, if somebody was on with DMX, DMX went last because he just coming through wrecking shit. Like, that's just what it is. He went last. Um, and so you'll all you you'll see like when they have lineups like that, usually the great ones, they'll, they'll, they, they just go last. Even when even even when you had a uh, 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 meth meth. Nas, two legends, and X. You had Meth, Nas, and X. X went last. That's just what it was. Cause X is bringing that. He's bringing that. That just. I'm just gonna end this shit right here with the energy, with the voice, and with the lyrics. I'm just ending it dead. That was it. That's all. So uh, with that, uh, I'll start getting on some hip hop, hip hop shit, and start getting off my whole square. So this is interesting, family, because uh, what we're talking about, uh, and I think that you need to uh, kind of just be, uh, just be the. Uh, I think Sovereign Creed. Yeah, she was ready for the smoke, right? I think that we need to. You need to be the the judge. I I so. Research. I do research. So I respect people that do research. I, I, I really do. I respect people that, that do the research because I think it is an art that has been lost um, amongst uh, just just in in media, uh, 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 people that, you know, propagate news and all of that. I just think it's a lost art. I think there, there's just a lot of propaganda that they put out. Uh, uh, so people that actually go to libraries, people that actually get dig deep and do the research. I'm one of those people. So it, it's research is very important. And so, um, first of all, you have to understand, uh, it's interesting. I got to say this cause it just hit me. It just hit me for the people going for the people. Miami's a big spot right now. I'm loving that. Miami's a big spot. It's interesting because somebody, a friend of mine wanted to fly me in and I was like, nah, I'm good. Uh, but it hit me. It hit me. It wasn't even all about the fucking low vibration that's going to be taking place. It wasn't even about that. What hit me was Miami, Florida, period. Ah, that's right. That's right. They just let all them fucking GMO mosquitoes loose down there. And they did it right before the biggest days of the year, Memorial Day weekend. And they know people is going to be flying down there. The devil don't make no mistakes in his shit. The devil don't make no fucking mistakes when it comes to nefarious actions. I just remembered about the mosquitoes. I had to bring it up. Like they let all of them mosquitoes loose down there. And I got a partner down there that told me that that shit's real. Like, yo, Yurima, they did let them motherfuckers loose. Like you was, you was, you was right. Uh, hopefully those who get bitten by those mosquitoes, like they, I'm now, I'm hoping they're not injected with the, with the virus and all of that. But hey, 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 
you got to get your party on. Do what you got to do. I think it's. I think if you like it, I love it. So, uh, but also, also with that said, overstand that those who are taking the jab, and I'm going to talk about this a little bit more on Saturday. Yeah, on my uh, uh, on the wakeupradio.com, I'm going to talk a little bit more about this. They're not telling you the people that are dying. Yeah, and they're also not telling you the people that are catching the effects just by sleeping next to those people who have taken the jab. I told y'all, I told y'all, I'm going to go more in depth because that isn't the nature of this subject, but I'm going to go more in depth with you on that on Saturday. Yeah, I, but, but, but if you already took it, guess what? It's too fucking late. Yeah, so just you're just gonna have to wear that. Yeah, you, you, I'm, I, hey, it is what it is. Sorry to be the bearer of bad news, but hey, I hope you live through it, man. I, I really do. I hope you live through it and and live to tell another day. And for the black people that are still taking other black people on a death march, y'all really need to stop that bullshit. Y'all really need to stop trying to talk other black people into taking that bullshit because you fell for the fucking shenanigans and now you are on a goddamn sinking ship. The Titanic is sinking faster than, than you can imagine and there are no goddamn lifeboats. Now you want other people to get on board with you on that shit? Fuck out of here. So, the title of this, and like I said, I, I, I really, I like this brother's research um, there are some things, obviously, that that, hey, you know, we, we don't necessarily have to agree with. But D. The title of this says Harriet Tubman and Nat Turner are fictional characters created by acts of Congress. Yeah, I've, heard, I've heard that before, man. Let's, let's dive in. Yeah. And so and so, you know, it, it, so this is where this is where now 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 this is what I say. This is what I say because the brother is bringing receipts. This is Dane Calloway. He's bringing receipts. But here's the thing. Here's here's my thing. Here's my thing. Is from an ideological standpoint, this is where I'm at with it. Uh, from an ideological standpoint, fictional characters or not, we need them. Now that does, that's not going to take away from the facts, from the facts. But 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 fiction or not, we need Nat Turner. Fictional character or not, we need him. So let's just let's just delve into this shit and get get busy. Well, you guys can uh, see at the same time with me, and I hope it come out clear. Uh, Deed and one love, family. I hope it does. And if not, if we need to run back over some of this stuff, just leave it in the comments, guys, and let me know. And of course, I don't have a problem with going over this stuff again. I mean, I went over this stuff in the past already, but it's time to bring it back up. And of course, I have a lot more documentation that I was holding on to. Uh, my wife did uh, some research as well on, on these topics as well. And she put in some work with me to get this stuff done. So... Listen to this, him and his wife working together. Teamwork makes the fucking dream work. He got his wife work and, and he and he shouts out his wife in this video. He shouts her out for putting up with all of his stuff, but also he shouts her out for the work that she's helping him do. You want to talk about building? Fuck, man. Um, let's, I mean, you already know what I'll be covering today. 
um, as far as the title of the video or the title of the live stream rather is concerned. And uh, to those of you who were, uh, <laughs> y'all were in the comments claiming that you a blood relative to Harriet or Nat, stop weather. <laughs> because you and I both know you're lying. And uh, by the time the end of this live stream comes, so will everybody else. Um, so now I take it that all of you have watched the videos I re-release uh, these past few days on both Harriet Tubman and Nat Turner. So um, I will consider this a follow-up to each of those videos. Okay. If you haven't watched those videos just yet, that's fine. Um, because it's not wrong with watching an educational video more than once. And I'll leave it like that. So let's jump straight into it. Now, let's start with uh, Harriet Tubman during this live stream because my wife and I uh, presented evidence of documentation to you all on screen in that particular video. And again, I highly recommend that you watch it if you haven't done so by now because I shared multiple historic receipts, records, and publicly verifiable evidence and documentation surrounding uh, the congressional creation of the fictional character named Harriet Tubman. Uh, why the story uh, changes every year, why she really had no siblings, uh, why her name was changed, and why she was chosen by the government to be on the $20 bill. Okay, and um, also why they did not find her father's house that was allegedly located in Maryland sometime this year. <laughs> um, anyway, I also shared detailed information concerning the truth about the Underground Railroad being an actual uh, transit system. And I did this years ago, but now you guys are telling me that um, Amazon Prime came out with a documentary. I'll go look at it. I think it was a documentary or some type of movie talking about the Underground Railroad being an actual transit system. But I'm sure people out there listening to me, you know, they, they taking notes. I'm happy, you know, that that's happening because a lot more people need to wake up. A lot more people need to know the truth. Like, I'm tired of being taught lies. I'm tired of being fed bullcrap. Like, I'm, I'm against all of that, guys. I'm, I'm really about the real truth because who else to tell our story but us? Okay? So, um, yeah, and that actual transit system has been in existence for centuries. And I mean centuries. Even before these pale faces came over here on the boat. And they have no correlation with any of those safe houses, okay, as history so loves to claim. Okay. Um, in fact, in my video on Harriet Tubman, um, I shared the public law uh, directly from Congress that enabled the National Park Service Department and the Secretary of the Development uh, no, excuse me, of the uh, Department of Interior to uh, literally select any 
random dwelling that they felt was best suited to be deemed as um, and furthermore utilized as a historical site for the implementation of the indoctrinating stories surrounding slavery in America and the Underground Railroad uh, by way of the what were they called? The National let me see if I can pull this up It was um, the National Center for the Study of Afro-American History and Culture, Society. Once again, that was the National Center for the Study of Afro-American History and Culture, Society. They created and cultivated these stories to make it seem as if they were true. But they were all, in fact, fictional. Straight fictional. Like, for example, uh, and I'm about to pull this up for you. In these affidavits that I displayed on screen in a Harriet Tubman video um, that was said to have been allegedly written in her presence, Harriet Davis, which you know is Harriet Tubman. Uh, you see, she be popping up now. She oddly shares her entire story throughout these documents. And I say oddly because this step was not necessary for her to do in order to uh, be granted a pension for her being married to her late husband. It was unnecessary. And Hold on, y'all. Hold up. Whoever calling me, hold up. <laughs> and according to these documents alone, she mentions everything in detail about herself. Uh, but she did not once mention her original name being Minty, nor her name being changed from Minty to Araminta Ross, as some of you may assume. Okay? There is no evidence of her original name being either of these aliases. Just fictional stories that were all told by authors and old movie script writers. Period. Okay, and according to these documents, to these documents Harriet has uh, let me see Harriet has admitted that she didn't have any children <laughs> by neither of her husbands she stated quote I never had any children or child by the soldier referring to her first husband nor by John Tubman I mean, if she wrote this, that's what she's saying. <laughs> so, <laughs> let me sip this tea then. Yeah, I want to uh, just pause it right there because I, I think it's important while we're talking about fictional characters, um, the sister that that 
created the movie Harriet. Remember how she had how she had the black man in there? What was his name? The fictional character Bigger Long. <laughs> she had the nerve. She had the nerve. She had the nerve to go to the phallus of the black man and depict him as this as this this nefarious villain who's chasing the black woman after all of the enslavement <laughs> after all of the nefarious acts committed by white men on this planet if you just go to the congo just just take the congo alone when 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 Leopold went in there and killed over over what was it ten million Congolese chopped off hands legs and all it after all the nefarious stuff that these devils have done the exploitation of Sarah Bartman that was by a white man he pimped her out after all of this you get a sister to write a script this is the hate for black men <laughs> you write a script and call this nigga bigger long. <laughs> I, I can't help it, man. I can't help it because the shit is insanity and people was Negroes was bigging that up. They was bigging the movie up like, nigga, do you see how she's painting black men in this movie? Like uh, and then had the nerve to paint the white guy as the guy who had some sympathy, some empathy. These motherfuckers raping, robbing and pillaging every fucking where they go. But you paint the black man as the villain. And the white guy's got some sympathy for, for Harriet. Fuck out of here. Fuck out of here, man. She needs to go suck some white dicks. That's what she needs to do. Let's get back to this shit. Because, I mean, she wants to be in the white man's pants, obviously, so she needs to suck that white man's dick. As small as it might be. <sighs> So how can any of you be allegedly related to her by bloodline, as you claim, when you can't even confirm her real original name, okay, nor does she have any offsprings to carry her bloodline into the next generations to come? You know what you can do? You can find a family that's willing to be paid a large sum of money to act as if they are blood related to Harriet. Who would do such a thing? The same people that were ordered by Congress to create the story to begin with. Oh, and they uh, also had to find some family pictures that were left unclaimed over the years by their original family members because our people still nowadays are so far behind on conducting genealogy research by records of the individual families that they continuously allow strangers to tell them who they are without any hesitation or room for questioning its accuracy or validity. 
Jim Hoover. And nowadays it's worse. Because our people have become too damn comfortable with some strangest point of view or opinion that they somehow believe that a genealogy DNA test can actually tell them their historical genetic makeup overall when that technology can't exist without digging up each of the graves of their own family members here in America first. You gotta dig up each one. Facts. Cause see, look, I, I really want y'all to think about this. Are they comparing your data with the deceased? Absolutely not. They tell you that you are limited to comparing your data with other living people. So they are limited to just comparing your data with other living people, period. It stops right there. So you can't determine someone's historical background by comparing traits of other living people today. Doesn't work like that. There's nothing historic about that method. Straight up. It's not that historical about it. So what makes you think it's actually real now? <laughs> because you see other people doing it? These people don't know your family's history. These people do not know your family's history, nor can they tell you the name of your fifth time great grandmother, for example, without any historical form of documentation. They can't tell you that. So to go back to what I was saying, since you're satisfied with the strangers, graduation evaluation form <laughs> as your historical genetic makeup, the government has made it law right up under your nose to hand select a random family portrait and say that's her determinant right there. Uncritically now. <laughs> Uncritically. That's sad. For example, I want to let me pull this up. I got an example. Conscious vibes, growth, big dreams. I see you. According to Cornell University Library, this is in the Division of Rare Manuscript Collections. Listen to that rare and manuscript collections in 2002 mind you the description of this photo says 
photograph of Harriet Tubman and seven Negro tenants, undated. Once again, photograph of Harriet Tubman and seven Negro tenants, undated. And then the government decides to add more to the story of Harriet and even this picture three years later on. So real quick, just for the clubhouse family. So that picture is actually a famous picture. I'm sure some of you have seen it. Harriet is sitting in a chair and she's got a white uh, she's wearing like a, a white thing and she's got her hair. She her the white thing is it's like a shawl. It's covering her head, too. That's that's like a famous picture, um, supposedly of of her uh, Moth 20. I see you a one in a lifetime woman. I like that name. I see you, Empress. Good to see you over here on IG. So I just wanted to clarify that. Let's get back to it, because it, it, it you know, <clears throat> there's. There is so so one thing that they will do is and, and, and I keep an open mind about these things. So one thing that they will do is they will try to uh, whitewash us and black us out of history. Uh, we see that all the time. Um, trust me in about another if 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 these devils don't die and they are dying at a rapid pace. Uh, yeah. According to Mayan calendar, which was uh, or or it's not really the Mayans because it was the she's because they changed the name to the Mayans. They gave them that name. But according to that calendar, uh, their time is it, it, it was predicted 2012 uh, where we're in 2020, 2021. Uh, so uh, it wasn't a prediction that the world would end. It was a prediction that their reign would end. And we see that shit crumbling uh, as we as we talk, as it as it should be. I mean, uh, it, it, they should have never been in power in the first place. But the fact of the matter is, is that if they'll lie, if they will change history and whitewash people, if they will make Beethoven, who was black, if they will make them white, if they will make Johnny Cash's wife white when his first wife was actually not white, but they in the movie they depict her as white. If they'll change the face of history, what makes us think that they won't lie about the history as well? And so um, we just have to keep that in mind. Let's let's continue. D, you good over there? Yeah, I'm just waiting for my chance to get in there, bro. I'm, I'm good. Oh, please, please, if you need to cut in, let. Uh, if you need to cut in, uh, it's open, family. Go ahead. I'm going to let the message drop, man. I'm going to just, you know, I'm going to tap in with Dan and Callaway is done. All right, cool. 831-2005. My way of, guess who? The National Park Service. Claiming that this is a photo of Nat Turner and her adopted daughter. Not Nat Turner, her husband, husband. And five other friends. And then it says uh, that one of those friends is allegedly the granddaughter of, listen to this, Harriet Tubman's brother, John Stewart. Nah. So you got to be aware of the story to understand why this is totally incorrect. Okay, I mean, to the point where you can catch them in so many lies because 
according to Harriet Tubman's original uh, biography that was written by the Quaker uh, from Geneva named Sarah Bradford that I went over during the video of Harriet Tubman, Harriet's alleged siblings were One second. Thank you once in a lifetime woman. Let me get I appreciate this up that. Here. Lena in 1808. Mariah Riddy in 1811. Soft, I think I'm pronouncing that right, in 1813. Robert in 1816. Then Minty or Harriet in 1822. Then Ben in 1823, then Rachel in 1825, then Henry 1830, and then it was Moses in 1832. That's it. That's it. She never had a brother named John. Never. And they never carried the surname Stewart in their family neither. And that's according to the original author of her story. So, I'm telling you, when, when, I'm gonna expose it all. When I see something fraud, I'm gonna call it out. And that should make you ask some questions like, <clears throat> so did the family decide to come up with her brand new sibling and brand new surname that hasn't been recorded until 2005? <laughs> and all of these different stories should make you wonder. Does the family get any compensation for the multiple books and movies that have been created surrounding this Nat Turner? I mean, the uh, Harry Tubman story? The answer is no. In fact, in the video, I informed you who gets compensated by law and Harry's name. Or a state rather. And those people are definitely not related to her. Hmm. Nor have they even met her a day in their life. Because, tell me this, how can you even meet a person that has never existed before? I'm gonna say it again. How can you even meet a person that has never existed before? And I'm gonna answer that for you. By the use of your imagination. Hmm. <laughs> so look. I put those records on screen, guys. Put those records on screen. All those affidavits. If you if you want copies of the records that I have on uh, Harriet Tubman, 
uh, subscribe to my Patreon. Inbox me on Patreon. Every day. I put them out. Okay. Now, let's get straight into this. First of all, number one, let's start off like this. Anybody that's claiming to be a descendant of Nat Turner, of the character, you said that right, of the character, Nat Turner, the lion. Just like, just like how many people out there claiming to be descendants of some African warriors, like the Zulu tribe, for example, just because they're familiar with the stories told to them about the Zulu tribe, maybe when in war battles or uh, may have some form of royalty out there in Africa. So... They just want to fit in a crowd of people that have absolutely no idea who they are. And yet they have the nerve to call themselves kings and queens. Not realizing that those terms were not even utilized in places like Africa, for example. Because most of the African natives can only speak their native tongues mm. to begin with. Mm. Y'all gotta pay attention. <laughs> gotta pay attention. Yes, and I want to address that because I actually, um, <laughs> it's interesting because uh, I actually uh, got the knowledge on that. And even with our Unity Walk organization, I uh, stressed that I was not calling black women queens anymore. I was going to use the term empress because queen is actually a European it's a European term, um, just if you didn't know. Uh, so, I, yeah, it's uh, but the more you know, I mean, the more you know. But I will tell you this. I mean, <clears throat> it's step stages and degrees. So we had to get away from calling. We had to get away from that bitch term. So the queen was I, it, it served its purpose. But when you really break down the word etymology and all of that. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a European terminology. And he's exactly right. They weren't using that because they didn't speak the English language. So um, just. Uh, yeah, it's I, I, I totally get it. Uh but let's get into that. Um, in my re-release version of my video concerning that, I played a clip of a news broadcast. And in this clip, there was a guy by the name of Bruce Turner claiming to be the great, great, great grandson of Nat Turner. And this is sad, honestly. Conscious vibes grow. It is. It's sad. It's sad. It's sad. But anyway, he goes on and shows a binder that could have been considered his family's portfolio. And then he came prepared to show you a picture of Nat Turner on national television, mind you. As if the editors at the news station couldn't just simply Google an image of Nat Turner. Since one doesn't exist anyway. Hmm. (laughs) 
They, they could have just used what they found on Google. Or maybe, maybe it would be looked as if it's more authentic if an alleged descendant of Nat would bring his family's portfolio and hold it up for the camera to see, or rather the public. I meant to say the public. Hold it up for everybody to see. In order to set the tone. As if he's somehow creditable now. <laughs> but see, the picture he decides to show the public is an illustration drawn by an artist, which was strictly drawn for... Hold on, let me pull this up. Which was strictly drawn for the intention or for the intention to be published inside of the book entitled The Negro in Our History by Carter G. Woodson on the date of January 1922. Culture Coloring Works. According to the Library of Congress. January 1922. So, in 1922, <laughs> the artist knows exactly how Nat Turner looks if no previous picture of Nat existed before of course not so what did he use to portray this image of Nat Turner hmm. his imagination Right? Am I right or wrong? Let me pull this up. Because not only that, oh, let, me, let me pull this up real quick. All right. According to Thomas Gray, the lawyer who allegedly sat with Nat while he was in jail in order to record Nat's alleged voluntary statement of guilt, <laughs> he published inside of his Confessions of Nat Turner in 1831, documenting that, quote, we, the undersigned, members of the court, convened at Jerusalem on Saturday, the fifth day of November, 1831, for the trial of Nat, alias Nat Turner, a Negro slave, late the property of Putnam Moore, deceased, do hereby certify that the confessions of Nat to Thomas R. Gray was read to him in our presence. Listen to that. And that Nat acknowledged the same to be full, free, and voluntary. Now, it's a few things I want to point out here. First of all, this confirms that the name Nat Turner is an alias. And to those of you that don't know what an alias is, it means a false name. Hmm. A name totally different from a person's birth name. Taluki. This also means that the surname Turner is not his actual last name. 
Templeton. So that great, great, great grandson named Bruce Turner is being paid to act as if he's a descendant of Nats. When it's strictly all done for the purpose to stroke your imagination. same quote I just read, it indicated that the confessions of Nat Turner were read to him and then he acknowledged it all voluntarily. Again, they were read to him and then acknowledged and then he acknowledged them voluntarily. No, Taluki, this was pre-recorded. This is sound familiar to Many people who have watched those bad guy, good cop shows, or maybe have experienced this particular situation firsthand. <laughs> I'm gonna give you an example. I'm gonna give you an example. Um, let's just say when you're at a police station or questioning, mm -hmm. their job is to discover your motives and force you to confess. No, it's not live culture work. But in most cases, as some of you may know, the officers who are doing the questioning will actually be doing the confessing for you. To the point where they will manipulate you into agreeing to, let's say, a plea bargain or manipulate you forcefully into... Uh, uh, the illusion of you now somehow being guilty of the charges uh, that's pending against you. Yeah, he's right. Um, and and the, the police station isn't the only place they do that. Uh, actually, women do that shit in relationships. Uh, yeah, that you confessing to some shit that never happened and have you apologizing for some shit you never did, then you'll be laying in bed later like wait what the fuck did I apologize I didn't do shit she was the one who fucking got caught sleeping with the guy not me so it's a it's a crazy flip the way this shit works and if you're not thinking smart enough if you're not thinking fast enough they'll get you every time but D this is uh Dane 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 man he, I, you know uh from a research standpoint um and this isn't the first time I, I you know, I, I think that there's a lot of things in, in, in history that have to be um, questioned. I also think that there is, um, you know, that we have the sellout. Um, we, we know we we know the, the Urban League, the NAACP, the sellout coon uh, congressional coon black caucus and, and them niggas. Um, so we know that people will take a payday. Uh, we, we see it right now. Kids getting killed, uh, moms taking straight paydays, uh, people like Lee Merritt and Benjamin Crump going to going to get the ambulance chasers selling out. So so we know that there are a lot of sellouts. Uh, so it would not be difficult to find a family to take some money and say, hey, you know, uh, you're a descendant of so and so. And uh, we need you to keep this story going. Um, but when you talk about when we're talking about the. The. One, 
one person being um, the epitome of strength as it pertains to black women um, and the epitome of the way the European wanted the matriarchal system designed in the black community in the first place. And what I mean by that is Harriet Tubman. That whole flip of this strong black woman who went to, and not to say that it could not have happened, because we do know that we have very strong black women, and that's not disrespectful because black women can be strong and still be feminine. So let's not get that fucked up. I think a lot of times we separate the two. If she's strong, then that means something masculine. No, a black woman can absolutely be strong, carry the weight of the world on her shoulders and still be very, very feminine. Uh, I know those women. Uh, there's women on this page right now who who are who are the epitome of that. So it's and it's a beautiful thing uh, to be in their presence. However, we know that the European has a design, always has a design plan uh, to keep our community divided and isolated and subjugated as much as possible. And so as we talk about the, 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 how the story of Harriet Tubman resonates and then, like I said, the, 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 the black woman who put out the movie uh, and the depiction of, of course, the black man had to be the, had to be the villain. Um, even though history shows and says otherwise. Um, and then now Nat Turner, and when you really think about it, when we really think, um, there are no real pictures of Nat Turner. There's depictions, there's, you know, and, and, and why would there be 1831? Why would there be any pictures of, you know, of, of, of a person um, who was supposed to be one of the greatest revolutionaries at that time, uh, a man who took the Bible, who was supposed to be a preacher, and turned it on its head and said, wait a minute, hold up. <laughs> you trying to give me this New Testament, but let, I delved back into this Old Testament. I delved over here into this. And now the interpretation becomes clear. Now he goes on a murder spree. Um, but this story also was needed for white people to to instill in them the fear that you have to keep black men subjugated, because if not, this is what can happen. Let's talk about it, family. And for anybody in the audience who wants to come and join, the floor is open. But D, please go ahead. I know you've been waiting to get on. To what you said in the beginning, brother. Well, peace to the room, first of all, peace to the family. Um, you know what you said? What you said when you first started about uh, the fact that we need that. You know what I'm saying? Even though it might be a fabricated story, I mean, we already know that you know the government um, will pull all stops to kind of you know adjust the narrative and create a scenario. You know, you know, get different rows of parts or whatever. Like they they get to choose what they put on the forefront for the mainstream. Uh, education system and shit like that just to give like a caricature of a certain aspect of history um, and they put that on the forefront you know what I'm saying so that's no different the whole Harry Tubman and that Turner conversation the child of Dan Calloway 
you need to be doing the research, man. That's the reason why I got to take the You know, the same I rock with you, because y'all, you know, y'all. But, uh, the same thing said for somebody you mentioned, you know, was. You kind of breaking up, D. There you go. Yeah, you, yeah, you clear now. Okay, sorry about that. No. Um, I was saying the same thing can be said about the Whitney Lynch letter. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Um, which was supposedly written in 1712 um, on the James River in Virginia. Uh, the <laughs> Whitney Lynch letter that's supposedly kind of responsible for you know, the psychological conditioning and the makings of a slave, uh, where it breaks down, you know, how to break apart the Negro marriage and, you know, how to psychologically condition the, the slave woman to eat from the hands of the white man while they destroy the black man in front of the women and children so that they'll teach their, 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 their boys to be physically strong, but to be afraid of, you know, being intelligent and all this other shit that really does add up when you, when you, put together as far as how it manifests in today's society and, you know, how psychologically, you know, we deal with, uh, you know, post-traumatic slave syndrome and shit like that. William Lynch letter is a good, uh, it's like a good historical landmark to say, okay, this is when this, this kind of conditioning started, but just like everything else, it's just a sensationalized, uh, myth, you know, just to kind of put things into context for the sake of being able to, to uh, control the narrative, you know what I'm saying? And so, Man, I'm glad you pulled this topic up because I've always thought that um, countless people that were around these historical figures, yeah, you know, uh, uh, where's where's the people that were that were you know on the plantation with Master? But then Callaway showed uh, Harriet Tubman with the white robe on and all that type of shit. First of all, every time they depict Harriet Tubman, it's always with the same type of little shawl on, and and I personally don't see any resemblance between those pictures. You know what I'm saying? I right. really don't be seeing like the, the connection. Like the faces don't be looking the same to me. But nevertheless, you know, when you look at those pictures, how is it that historically speaking, because when that picture was taken, was she considered the Harriet Tubman that she is now, historically speaking? You know, when that, when that picture was taken, which was undated, yeah. why is she the only name that's recognizable in that picture? Harriet Tubman and Seven Negroes. Like, damn, like, so the, the other, none of the Negroes had a name when that picture was first. You know what I'm saying? How was her name preserved in that picture by anybody else? Right. So that's and, the type of questions that I, that I asked. And, 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 he, and, he, and it said seven Negro tenants. Like, seven Negro tenants. Right. Right. And so, and, and then, I don't, I don't know if Dan went into it in, in that particular video, and I can't even remember my exact source. This information, but um, I guess at whatever point uh, the Underground Railroad was being taught as you know an actual railroad system or whatever, um, and then for whatever reason there was a a collaborative decision to to change that narrative to make it a figurative uh, railroad. Um, and it's crazy because you know even when you go to museums and stuff like that, it's still depicted as an actual you know like an actual physical thing that she did. You know, as far as um, like the Blacks and Wax Museum in Baltimore, for instance, there's a there's like a big release of like one of those old school stoves mm -hmm. um, 
that supposedly she cut like a, a hole in the wall or something to the stove, the back of the stove. So the slave climbs in one end and you see her on the other end pulling him out to freedom. Mm-hmm. You know, stuff like that. And these are supposed to be like historical reference as to how she helped people get away. And it's all bullshit. You know, and again, you know, every Hollywood depiction of it is always sensationalized and always tweaks the narrative just a little bit. You know, why is Zoe Saldana playing uh, Harriet Tubman uh, in, in, in the newest one? Hmm. Yeah. Is that Harriet Tubman that she plays or am I tripping? I, uh, I don't know. I don't think What's that's that? Harriet. No, 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 no. That's Nina Simone. That's yeah, that's Nina Simone. Yeah, forgive me, forgive me. Forgive yeah. me. but 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 they, 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 they the, the the and I don't I don't even want to go down that rabbit hole. But they went and got they they got an African woman to play Harriet um, when they could have gotten a, a you know a, a, a black uh, woman from this country. But that that you know yeah, it, yeah. it's it's highly weird. So I don't I don't even want to open up that can of worm because I end up having it's a whole room of it's the truth. It's the uh, truth. Um, all right, uh, talking. So, so real quick, uh, conscious vibes growth. You found me again, brother. You my brother. You keep Come finding on. my pages. Uh, the creative bunchy. I love and respect you too, family. It's been a minute. We still got to talk. Uh, to Taluki. Yes, I did get your question, Taluki. Taluki says, "Is Black history used to manipulate Black society as a whole?" <laughs> Come on. Um, uh. Um, both of the words conscious, are vibes, conscious vibes what's good what did you want to add to it brother well, I just want to say thank you for keeping up the work persistent 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 I have to find you it's just natural you know what I'm saying it's yes. um, linking to what you just said just now the whole word black like you said etymology black and history study what <coughs> when the term black came into use study when the term history come into use and then it will be a self-explanatory question do they use black history against people of course they did. Like you said, we didn't call ourselves slaves or niggas or black. So the mm. people who created these terms, they're going to create it with their narratives as well. It's just logic, unfortunately. They're going to come with their narrative because they need to have their narrative to enforce their perspective of the world because their worldview is the newest view of the world. According to history, they're the newest people, so they have the newest understanding which is going to be the weakest. You know, it's not opinion, it's not feelings, it's just breaking it down logically. You're the babies in the world, you're the new civilization, then you're going to have the least understanding of the world. And it's going to show in your behavior. And that's one of the Mm. things that a lot of us, we don't get. Because of course, the atrocities are atrocities. There's no watering it down. But we forget, it just comes from babies. There's a lot of baby behavior. A lot of these so-called supremacists don't understand the way nature works. They're not interested in aligning their behaviors with like my acts, the natural ways of life. They think they can just keep drilling the world, polluting the seas, killing all the animals, and nothing's going to happen. Doesn't it make it clear that we're dealing with babies? So when you break it down from that kind of perspective, at the end of the day. So Mm. we just put these things together. Of course you want to change the color of someone's skin, as if... My brother here can't do a bit of research to find out. Actually, that person didn't look like that. As if we can't find out about Caesar Borgio, the picture of the notorious Jesus, as if we can't find out these things. Because it's what babies do. You want to pretend I didn't smash the glass. Mommy, I didn't smash the glass. Even though I'm the only baby in the house and you're the parent. We know, you know what I'm saying? We just got to be, it's hard for us to swallow our pride because they're always forcing us. They, the bullies and people we want to, play the victim mentality instead of fighting 
like they're forcing us to always be the bigger person and that gets very frustrating and a lot of us need to swallow that pride and admit that it is very frustrating and irritating to continuously have to be the bigger person when people are doing evil to you <laughs> trust mm. it to you you know what i'm saying we need to really mm. just talk about that a lot more as well a lot of us that's what makes a lot of us bitter because you don't want to accept that it's such a stress to continuously have to be the bigger person to babies who are killing you like it's very annoying it's very 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 annoying like for example me living in big up my bro i've lived working in national health service for 14 years i'm only 31 and i've given nearly half my life to a national health service that still throw me up because i'm telling them about their job and moralities like that that's very that's very stressful and irritating for a person who really cares about life and your ancestors and your community and your people but we don't mm. talk about that side of it because yeah we know about the corruption and the atrocities let's talk about what keeps us going as well as fighters for reality and life because like i said before a couple of months ago i'm with your cause but i'm honest enough to know if my job will jeopardize the looks of your campaign and what you represent, I'm willing to step to the side, even though I know what I'm about. I'm a warrior regardless. I don't have a choice. I was born into the ancestry. I was born into this life. It's, I don't have a choice. I'm aware of that. But I'm aware. If I'm doing a job right now. Like, I'm working in Greg's to pay my bills whilst I'm doing other things. And people see me working in Greg's and it'll, Greg's company might have a bad reputation. Then I'm honest enough to say, let me step to the side and help up from the backgrounds and not make it look like, yeah, I'm working with them whilst working with you. Like, there's mm. levels. Just being clear about how we approach situations, what we're doing, how we're involved and why we're involved. You know what I'm saying? Because mm -hmm. it's really big, man. There's a lot going on. So, thank you. Yeah, I just wanted to share a bit of that as well. Big up Harriet Tubman, man. All the silly people lying about her. It's so childish. <laughs> it's so childish. I really want to know where she comes from as well, my brother. Any idea, like, what... African ancestry, because you don't really hear that about Harriet Tubman. Like, if anyone found out which countries or nations she actually came from, you know what I'm saying? Because she's definitely got some warrior killer leader bloodline in her, but <laughs> I want to know. I want to know about that. But so I said a lot, bro. I know I say a lot of different things. So, yeah, just, yeah, love my bro. Love for the platform. Thank you for that. I appreciate that. It's always good to have you on Conscious Vibes Growth. I thank you so much, and I'm glad you uh, found my page again. Um, uh, make sure you get my app, because if they take this one down, it's a wrap. I'm not, <laughs> it just is what it is. It's love, though. Love. Yeah, thank you. Um, so, uh, D, you want to add anything to that? Yeah, well, I, I wanted to uh, say that uh, well, I had, a, I had a tough time with, with uh, hearing some of what the brother said, but majority of it that I did hear was, was extremely on point, man. I appreciate his input. Um, I, I wanted to I wanted to say I wanted to point out the fact that uh, like these these type of stories are um, it, it's it's a good way to uh, to historically erase uh, the fact that insurrections went on all the time. You know, that it was like a consistent thing. Yes. You know what I'm saying? They, they had a hard time containing us for a very long time. So much so that in uh, 1867, I think it is, two years or so after the Emancipation Proclamation. Um, no, I'm sorry, it's backwards. I think it was 1863, two years before the Emancipation uh, Proclamation. Uh, they coined the term uh, Drapetomania. Yes. It's called Drapetomania. Yeah, and it's, and it's uh, 
it's a psychological, they, they consider it a psychological, uh, like a mental defect that slaves had because they wanted to break free so much. Yeah. So shit like that. You yeah. know what I mean? And it, and it just shows you how backwards uh, the narrative is. Um, and and that's, that's the case across the board. You know, um, I like to think that, you know, we identify with slavery so much as a part of our history, but that's not African history. The, the rebellion is African history. You know what I'm saying? And that's, and that's the shit that was consistent throughout the process. Yeah. So, you know, again, um, although the, the, those stories, like we do need those stories, but recognize that those things, they're just trying to, they're trying to find a way to saturate all that energy into one narrative so that you would think that this was a once, a once, in, a, once in a while type of thing. You know, these are the few occasions that there was a big slave insurrection. You know, um, Nat Turner, you know, Harriet Tubman, you know, one of the, the the few times that somebody stood up for themselves was, you know, the sittings or fucking Rosa Parks, you know what I mean? Where all in all, you know, there was microaggressions all over the place. You know what I'm saying? Where people was breaking free, people was bucking back into slave masses and shit like that. So much so that they had to coin a psychological term for it. Yeah, you you know what, D, and that and, and and I totally agree because there was over three hundred insurrections in the country, and when you and, and we're 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 alive, brother. We're thinking along the same lines because I I'm saying the same thing that at the end of the day, if you just have if you put two people up there, and and it it's just these two. It's a black man and a black woman. They they bucked, um, and that's it. And then the black man, you know, there's so many stories that go with the Nat Turner that they, you know, they skinned him and then they made uh, they, they, they had his skin up in the market um, and, and made, you know, boots and chairs out of out of his skin uh, that they, you, of course, uh, uh, castrated him. And they got his penis in a jar that sits in a in a window in Virginia and you can walk by and see it as a reminder of what not to do and all of that. So that all goes along with that. But when you really think about it. What you just said is spot on because we see that they have done the same thing with uh, Tulsa and Rosewood, Black Wall Street in Tulsa, Oklahoma. I mean, uh, Tulsa, Oklahoma, Black Wall Street and Rosewood. They paint these two as as prosperous cities. But when you go do the do the knowledge on it, you had 70 or 80 Black Wall Streets across the country successful black communities that black people built up and what happened white people got jealous and came in and destroyed them all but if we don't do the knowledge on it know the ledge so that you don't fall over knowledge if we don't do the knowledge on it then we're stuck believing that oh uh you had black wall street tulsa oklahoma and rosewood and then that's it so if we don't do the knowledge, we think, oh, you just had Harriet Tubman and Nat Turner, and that eliminate you don't recognize that there were over three hundred insurrections, and 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 that's the story that our children, particularly our boy children, need to get is that wait a minute, it wasn't just all about being subjugated. No, we fought back. That's an important story. Like, yo, we fought. What the fuck are you talking about? We didn't just take this shit just lying down. No, we fought. No, black women, we didn't just allow just black women to get raped. No, we fought. There were some crackers we ran away to by shooting their ass. 
Like they need to know the story of the uh uh who was that white boy? Uh that the blacks went and got him out of jail. They need to know that story. John Brown. No, it's not John Brown. It was this other cracker that did some nefarious shit and uh uh and and they was trying to save him. And blacks was the brothers was like, no, they went and got him out of the jail and took him out. So no, we handling this in the street. But we get the stories of the black people that they came into the jail and took out and lynched. But we don't get the other side of the story. And so it, it, it's very important to that 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 we definitely have this discussion, if nothing more than for our young people to know that, yo, it wasn't just Harriet. Uh, uh, and Nat, if they were actual character, if they were actually real beings, it wasn't just them. There was insurrections in this country. Blacks wasn't just accepting being on fucking slave plantations. They was bucking. Now, now they were probably bucking more than these Negroes right now, uh, uh, quite honestly. Because um, these, these Negroes... No, go ahead. No, go ahead. You good. What I was going to say, that's that's why, you know, the Emancipation Proclamation was forced. You know, like I said, that Jacobitanian tongue was two years prior. You know, and I just feel like, you know, it was more so they realized how much of an economic risk it was, you know, continue to continue what they were doing when, you know, they realized that slaves were more willing to die than to stay enslaved. You know, once you had us unafraid of death, then we were no use as a slave. That's facts. And then the new uh, plantation started, which was the Industrial Revolution, and they had to figure out a place to 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 start putting us. I know that they were looking in South America. They were looking in Akebulon. The reason Akebulon wasn't going to work is because they saw that it didn't work in Liberia. And then the premise was basically, you know what I'm saying, keep your enemy close because they've always considered us an enemy. And so one of the biggest, one of the, one, one of the places that they placed many blacks that they offered them was in government. And they created that gatekeeper class because they didn't, they didn't know because so, so when we come out of that, when we come out of that, we're all skilled laborers. White boys had nothing coming which is how the union started to lock us out because we were all the skilled laborers. We knew all, because we did all the work. <laughs> so we had all the skills. So now white boys got to, they have to learn and then they have to keep us out because we were doing the best work. Our ancestors were doing the best work. This is how the unions get formed to lock us out. As a matter of fact, there's still unions today that you can't get in unless you, as a black, unless you're invited by somebody till this day. And so, and so when, when we start, when we really start going down the rabbit hole of, of the history of, of our ancestors um, and, and you, because, because, because certain people will say, Man, you know that that you elders drop the ball. Well, um, if we start going down the history, really, yeah, we might have actually dropped it. Not going to say anything about that. But when you start talking about our ancestors, and you start comparing now, then and now, uh, yeah, they what what insurrections have we seen as of late? Exactly. 
Yeah. They had insurrections. We ain't had no insurrections. Unless you're considering marching, wearing out the soles of your shoes as, as insurrections. I mean, if that's the new form of insurrection, well, then, yeah, I guess you are doing better than the ancestors. But the ancestors actually insurrected with guns. They insurrected with knives, axes, and all kinds of shit. So... Well, they say, you know, whoever, whoever controls the past controls the, the future. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, what they do is, what they do is they, uh, I, actually, I feel like historical figures are probably one of the most dangerous things when it comes to um, us trying to understand who we are. You know, pointing to historical figures, anybody that's put on the mainstream, anybody that's in a textbook, it's probably some bullshit. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like that because... All throughout history, anybody that's uplifted as a public figure, even if you look at it now, you know, and, and just imagine what it's going to look like, you know, 100, 200 years in the future, who's going to be pointed out as, you know, the most uh, influential figures of this time? You know, it's going to be the, the Boulé class niggas. It's going to be, you know, the niggas that were able to grab the mainstream spotlight, you know, and, and, and create a name for themselves among that Boulé class. You know, those are the people whose names are going to go down in history. But look at all of the, the, the groundwork and the grassroots movements and shit like that that are forced underground, you know, that are blackballed off the internet, you know what I'm saying, who, who are pushed down on the last Google page result, you know what I'm saying? And then even um, the way that certain historical um, terms and names and shit like that are, are buried underneath remixes and, like, new, and new ways of using the terminology. Like, you to Google the word Kush trying to research the kingdom of Kush. The only thing that's going to come up is a bunch of weed. You know what I'm saying? If you were right. to pull up, you know, I'm shit, damn near anything. You know what I mean? If you, if you were to pull up Luxor, just try to look up Luxor and Kim, first thing that might pop up is, something, is, is uh, the resort in Las Vegas. You know mm. what I'm saying? Yeah. Look at how that shit can throw things off historically. You know, 200 years down the road, or however long down the road, you know, people are being the, in the desert of Las Vegas at those big fake pyramids and sphinxes thinking that that's something that related, that's actually related to Kim, you know, or, you know, uh, whatever the case is, you know, look, look at um, how European names are used to to uh, attribute different um, sciences and mathematics and shit like that. It completely varies whatever history existed prior to by using these historical names and shit. So I think that's what that's an attempt to do. I think that as long as they're able to, to create a character or even just to pull out one specific uh, character around a specific narrative, they can always erase everything else that exists that might be even more potent information than the, uh, the watered-down shit that they Yeah, I, 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 I totally agree. Um, I, I totally agree with that. And and the problem is is that they're scraping um, right now when we start talking about um, information. Information is being... that, and That's why people got to go to libraries. And they have to do it quickly before they start scraping that. But Google, all of these outlets are scraping information. It's going, it's it's being scraped away daily. Books are 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 no longer non-existent. Um, I remember, and I have to look for it. It's on my app. Uh, for the question on here, uh, for the brother, uh, I will. Oh, uh, I will queen her. Um, I gotta look that story up. I did that story recently. Um, it might be on my Facebook timeline. 
I just got to, I got to look it up. Uh, uh, <laughs> here I go talking about, I got to look it up. Uh, I, I have to find it. Uh, but that, but that's a, that's a real story. That's, that's a real story. And I just did it recently, like within the last two months. So um, I'll look, look for that, but information books and things like that, they're, they're eliminating that. There's a, there was a, a story on my app. I have to look for it. It's, it's in, it's, uh, it's probably the video is probably way down with the white dude who's got a, uh, a, an encyclopedia from, I like, I think 1948 or something. And that was the last year they started scraping them. They changed it, got rid of those and, and came out with new models. But that model was talking about flat earth. And then the new that they came out with started talking about, started talking about it, 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 it's, glo it's a globe. So in that model was actually talking about flat earth and was talking about uh, Antarctica. And so, you know, they, they, they change history. They change, they, or, or change our story at least. Uh, and they're going to do whatever is going to benefit them. So, um, I will queen her. I'll, I'll look for that. And uh, if I can, I, I don't know if it was a meme or what, but I'll repost it. And I do want to real quick, uh, this kind of this kind of sums it up. Um, <laughs> D, and I posted this earlier. Witchcraft is when 4 million white folks are controlling the land while 47 million black folks are waiting for Jesus to come back. Hell yeah, yep. Which is bias. Yeah, and so and so, you know, they're controlling the land. They're controlling the means. What would make us think that they wouldn't control the information and the characters from the past to create scenarios or to create stories? Because remember, both of these, both of these are going to work on both sides to keep the system of white racism still in place. So it gives us a hero. But it also instills that fear like, damn, we went through all of this and all, all we got is one hero, Nat Turner. Damn, we went through all of this and all we got is one black woman who stood up. And then it creates on the other paradigm for the white side, it creates, oh, damn, we definitely got to keep these niggas segregated because Nat Turner was going in, chopping off heads, chopping off arms and everything. And uh, we got to keep this matriarchy going because Harriet Tubman, yeah, let's put her on the $20 bill because we definitely want the black woman to be able to lead the household and to lead the community because worse comes to worse. If it comes down to war, we will crush her, but we're not going to have to crush her because she looks at us as her savior. How could she not? Because she's going to scream out that white Jesus. Um, and she looks at her at us as her savior. Why? Because everything in this white dominated society says that the white man has the answer for everything. She comes to us for everything. We've depicted the black man as this degenerate. He's the problem of the earth. She has fed into that bullshit, that nonsense. And uh, we show and prove because we got the money, we got the Benzes, we got the Beamers, we got the big mansions, uh, and we have some pedophile rings over here on Epstein's Island if you want to get involved in that too, because we know that you have some nefarious blacks who will sell out and get involved in that adrenochrome ass shit as well. So they got, that. That's the that's the picture that they have painted, and that's the structure that they have set up, and... We continue to allow it. Where is our insurrection at? Yo, Irima, I just got a download, man. 
<laughs> hey, yo, I think about the fact that, you know, the, the way that we operate, you know, if you want to like tap into like mystery schools and like comedic sciences, you know, things that we've done on the, on the spiritual realm, um, since as far back as we, as we know, um, we always revere our ancestors, you know what I'm saying? We always create symbols and, you know, um, statues and quote-unquote idols or whatever you want to call it to symbolize the energy of certain ancestors. Um, we okay. always use, you know, different allegories and mythology and we uh, further personify those figures um, to represent certain ideologies and, you know, certain um, aspects of nature or whatever the case is. Um, I think that just the same way that they harness so many other aspects of our spirituality, like music, you know, um, just, you know, the, the um, you know, the metaphysics of the human body, you know, how to use all of this shit against us. Um, even, you know, the sacred sciences, sacred geometry and the rest of that. The same thing goes for the energy of how we revere our ancestors, how we put people who passed on a pedestal um, so that we can carry that energy into the future. What they're doing with this shit is recycling our energy. The same way that they do their conversation about the moon. You know, they don't want us to go into that darkness, to that, to that, um, you know, to that primordial dark matter to pull out whatever we can pull. You know, they want us to continue to be recycled through this limited light, or, you know, through this limited, um, through this limited avenue of understanding when it comes to these historical figures. Thanks. So as long as every single year at Black History Month, they got a handful of names and they can keep having us called out, you know what I'm saying? Keep having us give all this energy to and uplift that same energy, especially if these are fictional characters. And what they're doing is they're harnessing all that energy um, and just and just recycling that shit on a yearly basis so that whatever revolutionary thoughts we might have, whatever uh, pro-black type of energy that we might carry is going to be funneled into those couple of characters so that, you know, they can control the narrative that way. So mm. I, just, I just, you know, it just hit me that, you know, it's, it's really them tapping into our spirituality and our innate understanding of what it means to revere ancestors, you know, and to put people on, on pedestals. You know, and so they can do that easily by, you know, pulling out certain figures and, and putting them in that place. And you see how Negroes, you know, constantly, you know, those are the names that niggas always call out when it comes down to black history. Mm. Great assessment. Great assessment. Yeah, that's um, and, and, and that harnessing of energy, that's big. Um, they they do that. Um it's gonna. It's going down. It's going down this weekend in places around this country. They're gonna be harnessing energy. Uh, people gonna be on that party vibe. People gonna be on that kicking vibe. Um, and they're gonna be there. They're gonna be harnessing that energy. And people aren't even gonna know their energy is being harnessed. Um, and and real quick, Kareem, I want to get you, Kareem. I want to get you on. Uh, but if, for for those that might not might not know who their energy is, I mean, who their enemy is. Let's. Let's take a listen. You, you might know this guy. Warrior mode, globalist agenda, world takeover, the committee at 300. Look it up. So first thing we must understand is that it's not one person, one group, or one organization that's trying to push for world dominance. It's a bunch of groups. Look it up. Royal Institute for International Affairs, Council on Foreign Relations, Trilaterals, Bilderbergs, Freemasons, Zionists, they all make up the Committee of 300. Look it up. They came up with the plot back in the 1960s. 
60s to dummy down individuals and society as much as possible because they knew that individuals and society would excel technologically. And if this happened, then they would not be able to control the earth. Look it up. Their belief is that the world would be in chaos if not ruled by a one world government. After the meeting in the 1960s, two books came out, one by Brzezinski called The Technotronic Era. The same Brzezinski that said Europeans have to do everything in their power to keep black Africans, black Brazilians and black African-Americans separated at all costs. Look it up. The second book was by Aurelio Pecci called The Chasm Ahead. Look it up. But right now it's believed that there's one missing piece to the puzzle to make this all come together like butt cheeks. Yeah, they say for this to work, for this to happen, for this one world government to take place, they got to get this piece of the puzzle. Know what it is? They got to get Russia on board with them. Hasn't happened yet. Look it up. Yeah, so... um. <laughs> When we talk about the people that are moving, when we start talking about the people that are harnessing energy, um, we have to understand that uh, in the in the from the globalist standpoint, from the bigger picture, um, Gates and Fauci, they're figureheads. They put them out there. They can show themselves. They put them out there. People get caught up on that it's a group of motherfuckers behind the scenes that's working this shit man it ain't just one or two motherfuckers that do, doing like like if we're if we're <laughs> for for real for real for real for real that that that's a sad affair if one or two motherfuckers is behind the scenes beating over 7.5 billion people we fucked up so it ain't just one or two people there's a group of people and there's also a group of black people involved in that oprah's involved in that yeah look up that meeting that oprah was involved with with the billionaire groups elon musk was there oprah was there bill gates was there as a matter of fact i think oprah was the only only black face there yeah so so it's a it's a bunch of groups when we when they start talking about getting together talking about world dominance and when we start and, and so if there's a if the, if these groups are getting together to talk about world dominance, we know that the Rockefellers came with the public school to prison pipeline. Rockefeller said, "Give me your children, and I'll make slaves out of all of them." He's he's showing and proving. So if they can do that, you think that they can't go behind the scenes and orchestrate some stories? Uh, yeah, they they yeah, they they orchestrated this fucking vaccine, didn't they? They orchestrated uh. What was that? Um, Jade Helm. They orchestrated um, Event 201. Uh, they, I, 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 the, the, the list goes on. Kareem, what's good, family? Uh, peace to kings and queens in, in the audience. Um, yo, <laughs> that's a lot, man. Y'all are going with some real, some real stuff, man. Damn. As, as I as I tapped in, it, it I immediately went to yo. Are we just putting our our energy in the wrong place? You know, in in regards to as you talk about the shadow work. You know, should we? I'm more about energy be going there. You know, as as we talk about to these other places, some of us been separated from the real stuff, and so we thinking, oh, it's it's the politics. Speaking you know, of shadow we, work. Uh, fix this shit on, on, on that side. We got to fix it on, on this other side. It's like, you know, but at, about that, that back side, the metaphysical side, the, 
you know, and for real, this guy, some of our folks are just so of our own stuff, you know, not even knowing that that's our stuff, and then we're afraid of it, and, you know, so it's like, damn, and, but yet, you're afraid of this, because, you know, we've been programmed that way, so the shit that really helps, right, so they tell you that the stuff that really helps, be afraid of that, and the shit that doesn't help, uh, it take, and it's like, what the fuck, so it's like, yo, so it's like, if you're sick, it's like, if we're still sick, this damn pill that y'all telling us to take, that shit is not working. So you know what? I got to find something that actually works. And I got to rock that way because this thing actually works. And what you're telling me for all these decades to do it this way or that, that shit is not, uh, you know, and that's what really just hit my spirit. It's like, yo. And and just knowing that and just being like, you know, we, we have to be over here and and say, yeah, really, I'm totally disconnected from that, and we gotta, we gotta work over here, and that's every, every angle of it. Um, and and then lastly, like, it's okay, you know, it's okay. We don't have to be Negro kids. We don't have to be like y'all. Don't have to be like them. You know, our own shit. It's okay. And I think some people like are even fighting with that within themselves, right? Like, I think that's one of the, the first fights. It's like, all that stuff, it's not... I was telling this quick, quick story with you. We talk about this dream, right? They get people all caught up where if, if, if you're not doing this by the time you're, you're 18, and if you're not done with college by the time you're 22, and, and if you're not married and have a kid by the time you're 30, or you don't got your house by the time you're 35, some people, like, get depressed, some people get, you know, and I'm just like, what? And that's women and men get like, and I'm like, what the hell is going on? And like, do you realize that whole shit is a, is a dream? And you made, they made you put this dream out there and then you made yourself believe it. And now you're feeling hurt and upset and depressed about some shit that was, that was made up in the first place that you made yourself believe, you know? So we got to really, as y'all are saying, man, just... You know, what's real and what's fiction, we got to be able to define that for ourselves. And some of the stuff that they've been telling us is real is really fiction. And we got to recognize that and move accordingly. Um, Kareem, and I'm done. Yeah, I appreciate that. I think also... Yeah, I think also we have to uh, we have to recognize that there is a deprogramming and reprogramming of our thinking that we have to do, period. And we have to break the societal norms that they have put down because those societal norms aren't aren't uh, uh, always in alignment with that. We, we fall prey to societal norms. And I'm sorry, but if you're doing if you if you are. If you're doing the same thing today that you were doing 10 years ago, you haven't fucking grown. If you're doing the same thing today that you were doing 10 years ago, you're in a pattern. You're in a fucking loop. And if you can't even take a look at your life and say, you know what, I got to I got to make some changes like, yo, there, there should be some growth by now. You're going to have to look in the mirror and there's a part that's going to have to say, you know what, I need to deprogram and reprogram my thinking. I really need to, because if I'm caught in this, if I'm caught in this, in this pattern, then you have to ask how beneficial is that to your life? And again, some people, 
are this this message falls on deaf ears. Some people are going to some people are absolutely Rashad, I see you family. Some people are absolutely going to uh leave this life never meeting themselves. That's just what it's gonna be. They're just going to leave this life never meeting themselves, and they're going to have to repeat this cycle, and they're not going to get it. And some people, you know, trust me, there's going to be a lot of people this weekend who have followed this same pattern for years. They're not going to do anything different this weekend than what they've been doing for years. And and as far as the deprogramming and reprogramming their thinking, they think that their thinking is spot on. You can't tell them anything about their thinking. They think that they have it all together, not realizing that this devil is about to harness their fucking energy, about to harness that shit. But, you know, they'll, they'll, they'll be they'll be all right. They'll be just fine. Um, Texas guy 713 I see you um, so yeah we we really have to and, and that's what that that's what the book is about I just showed you on screen if you ain't on the sh shadow this is a shadow work a shadow hunter's guide to their inner galaxy hey brother that's that's crazy that you just that you just pulled that book up I read the majority of that book years ago and yeah. that's part of how I came up with the entendre for new energy, mm. you know, the inner galaxy. Um, <laughs> we so aligned. I'm telling you, bro, I'm telling you, man, it is it's a double, triple, quadruple entendre because, you know, the, the shadow works God to, enter, to the inner galaxy, um, the concept of our inner God, you know, our inner geometry, you know, if you want to look at it from a Masonic standpoint, however you want to chop it up, um, it's all about that energy. Yes, absolutely. That, that, that's alignment. So, yeah, we got work to do. Uh, we, we are going to, there are some things that we're just going to have to unlearn that, that is just not good for us um, and uh, that we have been tricked into believing that's good for us. Um, you know, and there are those of us who... Um, we're going to excel forward and there are those that are going to be fucking playing catch up. And unfortunately what tends to happen is when the shit starts to hit the fan um, or when shit starts to get thick, um, people want to start reaching out. People want to start, you know, uh, the same people who are, who are doing certain activities they're not reaching out to the people in those activities because deep down they already know the people in those activities that they're participating in are not going to fucking save them. They already know that the people in those activities that they're participating in, they already know that they don't have the answer. They already know that. That's why they're participating in those activities with them because they don't have the answer either. But what tends to happen is when the shit gets thick, now they want to come to those of us who are doing the work and have been doing the work for years. Now they want to gravitate over here and, hey, can you save me? No, nigga, no, I can't. Because you haven't done the fucking work. It, 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 you got to do the work. There's work that you have to do. And that work starts with self. 
And the, your problem is, is that you haven't even listened. You haven't even gotten the fucking lesson. Knowledge yourself. If you haven't gotten anything else from a Yurima Karama, it should be know thyself. You haven't even done that work. You haven't even looked in the mirror to do the deprogramming and reprogramming of your own goddamn thinking. So now when the shit gets thick, you thought you was going to play both sides of the fence. It don't work like that. It don't work like that. There's those of us who have done work for years. And so when I hear the story, some people are going to be crushed by this. Because because they've made they've made Harriet a hero. They've made Nat a hero. Some people are going to be crushed. Like, oh my God, I can't. Take the jewel. Take the jewel. Take the story and just know, just know that when you take each one of their stories, just fucking times it by 100 or times it by 200. They wasn't the only ones. That's all you got to do. Even if it's a fictional story, take the story because even in a fictional story, you can learn something. The character don't have to be real for you to learn and get a lesson from it. All you got to know is that the ones who created the story were simply trying to get you to believe that there was one. When in actuality, there was thousands. That's the moral of the story, fictional or not. We don't really have time. Look, I got it's on my picture right here. She's right there. Look, if she's not real, doesn't matter. That guy there is real. You can see him talking right now. That's real. Take the story and take the jewels from it, man. And then be open, open to open to open to thinking. Use your greatest, your greatest tool is to think. What did Prophet Noble Drew Ali said? If I can get you to think, you can save yourself. D, D, K, Reem, you got anything else to add? What you just said, man, is, is so real, brother. You know, I just, there, there, if it's the, the character in the story, you know, there were a hundred thousand, you know, and it's based on something, right? It's based on something that was seen, something that was experienced, that somebody said that, you know, whether it's real or fake, it's based on something. And, you know, and, and, and there's a reason behind it, right? You learned about why people write what they write. It's because they're, they're the author, there's a purpose behind it. And it's to let us know that, we have fought back and we can't fight back in, in regards to if those two, and I know this, the big thing that's making the rounds about that's Nat and Harriet, you know, it's to let us know that shit, we fought back, right? And there were people who wasn't just sitting around, ain't doing shit, you know, it's, we, we were fighting all, all the way. Um, and so it's just knowing that. And as you said about the work, it, it's the work. We got to put in the work. Because the more we sit and wait, it's the more we sit and wait, you know. Um, and the other side, you know, they, they they constantly doing, putting in the work. And that that's whether that's the Arabs, that's whether that's the Chinese, that's whether that's the Russians, that's whether that's, that's you know, over here, you know, they're putting in the damn work every day. 
So, and, and it's intentional and it's organized to so whatever level it has to be organized at. And they're putting in those hours, you know. So we got to put in those hours both for, for self as, you know, and we were just so eloquently put. Um, and then when you can get to that point, you know, for the group, but even putting in the hours for yourself helps the group as well. So you got you to gotta put in those hours. Um, I was telling some like my young men that it's like, yo, if, if you're doing eight hours for the white man, then you damn sure better be doing some hours for yourself. Whatever the hell that is. Some of us doing all, all the time for them and ain't doing shit, no hours for yourself. You know, and, and you take that for whatever that means to you. If that's business-wise, if that's, you know, building, uh, deprogramming yourself, whatever it is, you got to put in, and we got to put in some work for ourselves, whatever that is. Facts, and, and uh, so Pancake Lover, the name of the book is uh, A Shadow Hunter's Guide to Their Inner Galaxy. So, and, and to your point, k um, to your point, like, we're over here, we're trying to community build, we, we, we got a land project that we are uh, really working to manifest and bring to fruition. Um, and, and here's my premise. I can talk to somebody in 10 or 15 minutes. I can know the amount of work that they do on themselves. If any, I can, I can figure that out in 10, 15 minutes, how much work they are doing on themselves. And this is how I measure. Like when we start talking about community building, can I trust you to fucking help us build when you haven't even fucking built yourself? If you haven't done the work on your goddamn self, can we trust you to help build over here with us? Like real shit, man. When we start talking about, when I talk about a drama and trauma free community, I wouldn't care how many hammers and nails you can, you can grab. And, 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 and hit the fucking hammer on the head of the nail. And yeah, we got, we're building the structure. If you ain't done the fucking work on yourself, you're the person that's going to actually probably bring the drama and trauma even after the community's built. So I can, if you haven't done the work, that says something. I don't know that we want people like you in the community if you haven't done the work on self. And that doesn't mean that the job is complete because we learn from the cradle to the grave. I'm always doing work. I'm always doing self-evaluations. I'm always doing self-checks. This is the nature of the business to make sure that we make it to this life and make it past the moon to the stars. So this is just the nature of the business. But if you aren't doing any work on yourself and you are leading yourself to believe that you are fucking right and exact and you're not, because there are those of us that can tell, we can tell right off rip to the extent. I mean, you're, you're, you're faking, you're faking with yourself in your, in, well, you're faking with yourself because you ain't faking with us. It's the same thing when we come, when we go to meet June 5th, there's going to be a lot of people with excuses. There will be a lot of people with excuses. It happens all the time. I know that the, my, my, my uh, 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 assistant director, her and uh, our uh, 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 director of social services, they've had so many unity walks in, in, in the New York area. Brooklyn, Bronx, um, and people 
it's it, they always come out with excuses as to why they just just don't say anything. You just didn't come. That's it. You just didn't come. We know who's serious and who's not by who actually showed up. That's who's serious. The people that want change are the people that are there. That's it. If you're constantly coming with excuses, that says a lot about you, man. Person who's constantly coming with excuses, I try to distance myself from them because it becomes too much. You're, there's only so many excuses before you have to finally say, you know what? Even you have to hear yourself and say, God damn, I, I'm, I'm giving too many goddamn excuses. Right, let me just go find myself. It, come on. It's, it's, it, it's because we live in that time period. And right now in the age of Aquarius, in the age of information right now, moving into Sagittarius with the blood moon, there are no fucking excuses. The universe intentions are on our side. Things are being manifested and they're manifesting at a rapid pace. That's the thing. If you got eyes to see and ears to hear, you can see this shit. It's manifest. Shit is manifesting at a rapid pace. Quickly, things are happening. But not so much for the party crowd. Not so much for the ones who don't really want to do the shadow work. Not so much for the people who have been in a perpetual pattern for the last 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35 years. Have made no changes, but expecting something miraculous. Yeah. You haven't done the deprogramming and reprogramming of your thinking. Put it quite bluntly, unless you do, you're pretty much fucked. Yeah. Because this government... That Council on Foreign Relations, the Trilaterals, the Bilderbergs, all of them, the Rockefellers, DuPonts, all of them, they're not going to be kind to you. They're, as a matter of fact, they're looking at you as sheep. They're looking at you as sheep. The Walking Dead. The Walking Dead, thank you. Yeah. And, and people like us, D, K, Reem, people like us who are thinking, people like us who are practicing knowledge of self, people like us who are doing and have done the deprogramming and reprogramming of our thinking, we're the fucking threat. They don't know what to fucking do with us because there's nothing that they can do with us, period. D, anything else? We're going to get up out of here, family. Man, yeah, most definitely. Um, yeah, before we leave, let me, um, let me end it with this real quick because... Um, just to take it, just to take it, you know, along the lines of the spiritual realm, uh, and what it means to really tap into your to your DNA, your divine network of ancestors, you know, to the topic, you know, we're always presented with these public figures and these these uh, prominent names to identify with, you know, when it comes to our struggle, you know what I'm saying? But you know, ultimately, we know that. Just the same way out here in the world now, and I mean, obviously the numbers and the statistics are different, you know, depending on what decade or what movement you want to talk about. But just like right now, you've got, you know, a, a small percentage of people who are actually conscious, not only conscious, but also active, actively doing work to raise the consciousness of the masses. Facts. Um, and then you've got, and then you've got the masses of people who are, 
you know, just sheep's being led to the slaughter. That's that's not a new concept. Like we're not we're not the first generation to be dealing with that. That's always been the case. You know, you had small factions of people who were consistently uh, carrying the torch when it comes to this, you know, to, to the revolutionary mindset and actually doing the work involved. Um, and that that's been the case every generation. You know what I'm saying? And through that, and through every generation, you know, that energy has been placed into somebody else. You know, I'm I'm a belief that when we pass away. And we become an ancestor once we ascend. Um, obviously, you know what it keeps coming up, but the idea of um, you know the enemy being able to harness our spirit after we pass and bring us back to this realm—we are a bunch of recycled ancestral spirits. We keep getting sent back to this third-dimensional plane, and we're having this experience until we break ourselves free in this lower level of consciousness. You know what I'm saying? And so, because we're being recycled, we got to recognize that you, you, whoever's hearing this. Whoever's in this room hearing this, you're a revolutionary soul that's been recycled and you keep getting put back here. So don't identify with Matt Turner as a revolutionary leader. Identify with the spirit that exists within people like that because that's an unbroken chain of, of ancestral communication that is coming and manifesting itself through us in this generation. You know mm. what I'm saying? So that's what it means when we talk about our ancestors. That's your DNA. You know, and... and, and the same way how we can identify with like minds now and people who are vibrating on our frequency, that's always been the case. The last time you were here, you did the same thing. The time before that and the time before that, we did the same thing. You know, unfortunately, these crackers are recycling our souls and sending us back here because they taught us to follow the light when we die. We're supposed to follow the darkness. We're supposed to go into the darkness because that's going to take you back to the source. But when you follow that, when you follow that light, you're being, you're being put into back into the matrix. See what I'm saying? You're being rebirthed back into the matrix. And so the last point that I wanted to make is just that, you know, when we talk about what's real and what's fiction, what's real is the that ancestral spirit that exists within you that's that's forcing you, not, not even urging you, but forcing you to rebel in some kind of way to push back against, you know, the, this fabricated system, you know, that is, uh, you know, this matrix or whatever you want to call it. Um, but what we're supposed to be tapping into is what's really real. And that's the shit that we got to stop questioning within ourselves. You know what I'm saying? Something in you knows that um, that there's thousands and, and uh, millions of ancestors who have all had this rebellious spirit because it didn't just pop up with you. You know what I'm saying? We've been here eternally. We're going to be here eternally. We're the beginning and the end, the end all be all. Just as we started as a black planet, we're going to end as a black planet. And our charge should be to uh, restore cosmic order to this entire realm before we ascend. And when we do ascend, don't follow the light, man. Follow the darkness. Mm. Yeah, that's powerful, D. Uh, thank you for that. That's, that's absolute wisdom there. And, um, yeah, um, you're right. There's always going to be a small majority or minority of us who um, are going to carry the major weight and the majority, it was said, I believe um, Dr. King said it, that um, the masses will always benefit off of the work of the few. Um, and it's, uh, it's almost just a given. Uh, but I will tell you this, I come from that line of Chango. Um, if we're doing all the work, 
if we're doing all the work and you come looking for safe haven from me, you better hope my team is in front of me because I'm not going to have that heart. I'm not going to give you safe haven when we didn't done all the fucking work. You will be shut the fuck out. That's how I will do it. Now, I know my team will have a heart and be like, ah, right, let them in. Yurima Karama, no, fuck them. They had their chance. They had their they had they opportunity. They got to go find themselves. So <laughs> with that said, um, peace, prosperity, salutations. Again, we are meeting June 5th. Uh, that's going to be at, uh, damn, what is it, Great Lakes Park? Uh, it's Great Falls, Great Falls Park, Virginia. I think it's in, the address is actually the clean Virginia address. Yeah. But if y'all look up Great Falls Park in Virginia, you'll see it. Um, yeah, it's Great Falls Park. It's actually 92 Old Dominion Drive in McLean. Yeah, 92 old, 9200 old, old Dominion Drive in McLean. Uh, it's Great Falls Park. Um, I always I get the name messed up. Um, but we'll be there June 5th. Uh, July 22nd through the 25th, we'll be at the National Unity Walk event in Tulsa, Oklahoma. And uh, D. Good, my man, my brand. I see you, family. Um, yeah, and then I got to... D. Good said, I got to give me a vacation. I got to get a vacation. Um, I do, D. Good. I do. I'm staying away. I'm staying away from the low vibrational shit, though, this weekend. Uh, I'll get I'll get down there. I'll get down there when it's uh, when it's quiet. I'll get down there when it's quiet, family. So with that said, peace, prosperity. Be safe on your journey, uh, D. We love you, brother. Uh, be safe out there, K-Reem. Love you, brother. To the family in the room, we love you. Um, and want everybody to be safe. Stay in your higher vibrational spirit. Uh, and uh, do, the, do, the, do the spirit work. This is The tests are going on. Ancestors are, are running tests right now. Test, you're going to have battles with yourself. Uh, there's tests that you're going to go through. And some are going to fail miserably. Um, and that and that's okay. That's okay. Um, just as long as you recognize that it's a test, that you're going to be tested. Um, this this war is not for the weary. It's for those who have stamina and staying power. Real talk. So with that said, you've been rocking with the brand. I am Yurima Karama. Oh, and get you. Get, I'm loving my pyrite. You gotta you gotta mess with that new energy. Yeah, that new energy. Um, there's a reason some of us aren't, aren't, there's a reason some of us, they can't do nothing with us. I ain't going to give you no secrets. I'm just saying there's a reason um, they can't do nothing with some of us. Check out that new energy. Yeah. Crystal, crystal work. Crystal work. Check, check it out. We love you, D. We love you, K-Ream. Till next time. Hey, peace. man. Love you, brother. Love yeah. you. Love y'all, family. And peace to the gods. Yeah. Peace to the gods. Peace. We out. And it's a wrap. We're out. IG. Peace, love, and light. I love you, family. Be safe. Look it up. Lord individual. Thanks for keeping the lights on, Dian. Sing the Ashwin Duck. Ashwin Duck. Ashwin Duck. Ashwin Duck. On the wake up.